All right, we are live. We already got a few people tuned in. Hey guys, it's Matt Farnham here. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm going to bring my good friend Daniel Griffith in here. So let's add him in right now. And we'll just give a moment for people to kind of pop on. Daniel, what's up, man? Not a lot. That's um, not true. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we can all share that sentiment right now. The deep sarcasm. Um, well, some people might not have a lot going on. I feel like you either have your world just in chaos, you have everything going on at once, or you're on the other end of the spectrum and you're at home with absolutely nothing going on. Right. I, I think that sums it up pretty well. And people feel very different about which side of the spectrum they're on if they want to be there. But yeah. Um, so just give it one more, 10 more seconds here, get people tuned in and uh, I'll introduce you here and we'll kick off the conversation. So thanks again for doing this. Uh, appreciate your time. I'm so glad to. Thanks for asking. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So, hey, everybody. This is uh, my good friend, Daniel. He is the owner of Wally's Precision Auto Care. It's a new brand. I have to remember that name. It was uh, Precision Performance of Wally's for years to me. Uh, but uh, anyways, Daniel, thanks for being here. Why don't you just kick us off and tell everybody a little bit about you and your company and um, what you guys do? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you said it. We are Wally's Precision Auto Care. Uh, that's a recent rebrand as uh, as recent as January, um, which was great timing on that. So we only have one brand to manage right now and all this. Um, but we have been around. I married into this. Uh, it's my wife's family's business. I'm partners with my father-in-law. Uh, and uh, the two of us have been doing this uh, for the last five to seven years uh, since his dad retired. And, and then um, I've been here since 2009. So married into the family business, we specialize in, in uh, just service and repair of, of Hondas and Acuras and Toyota and Lexus. So Hondas and Toyotas uh, and the brands that fall under those, we specialize exclusively in. And I think for the last 15 years, I've owned one of those vehicles at any given time, which is why I've at known At least you. one. <laughs> And one thing to preface this, anybody watching is um, we have, a, it's called Real Life at Level 10 is a video series and podcast uh, that I do with, with Team Farnham, uh, which is typically real estate related, but it's where I discuss insights of real estate leadership and personal growth. And what we wanted to do during this COVID-19 season is really have what we're calling these level 10 conversations where, you know, I'm identifying people in my life and my circle that I consider to, you know, be living out a level 10, whether that's as a a business leader, a leader in the community, maybe it's as a father or a husband or, or wife or whatever. Uh, but Daniel, somebody in my life who who we have a lot in common. We talk a lot about personal development and coaching, and um, he's sent me some books recently, and and just we love collaborating. So I, I thought of Daniel immediately when I was thinking of people who are not just getting it done in the city, uh, but truly committed to to doing whatever they do at a level ten. So. Um, so Daniel, how are you doing with everything going on personally? Your family okay? Everybody healthy and safe? Everybody's good. Everybody's everybody's healthy. That and that's what we keep saying is as crazy as as things are, as 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 hard as business can get, as hard as as the the as thick as the fog around all of us can get right now. Um, we are doing our best to remind ourselves daily that we could be a lot worse off. Everybody's healthy. We're doing good. Good. Good to hear, man. And uh, so context for everybody. You're you're working from home right now. You're working at the office. It's business as usual. What's going on in your world right now? Yeah, so we're essential. So we uh, we didn't have to close. We actually uh, 
right before, maybe right as the governor announced all of the um, the, the 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 shutdown orders, um, we started locking our building to the public, and and that forced us to be creative and everything from from communication to just general contact and 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 interfacing. And so it's it's been fun. Um, but all that meaning we're still here. Our schedule hasn't changed. Our schedule has been the exact same, which has been kind of weird for me as, as my wife and kids are home and they're feeling the fullness of the quarantine life. My daily routine hasn't changed that much. So I don't feel that as much. It, it's happening in the world around me. And, and, and my hours within those times are completely filled with completely different things than they've ever been. But for the most part, my routine kind of stayed the same. It's been a weird experience through all this. Yeah. So how are you as a company? How are you guys like what are some you know adaptions or how you've had to pivot a little bit on how you guys do things or maybe something you've, you're struggling with that you're figuring out how to work through it right now? Yeah, I mean, we have been um, we were, were fortunate enough that we made uh, several changes with with internal processes and um, systems that we use and, and technology and everything else. Our main um, uh, management system that we use for our entire customer database and all of our invoicing and workflows and everything else, we changed in January. Um, so that was great timing. Um, and obviously, uh, we just kind of got blessed on that one because uh, along with that has come a lot of different technologies that we can use through workflow and, and, and communication tools that are available to us so that when all of this happened, we were able to go fully contactless with our customers with one or two exceptions if, if they're picking up and we need to show them something if they're dropping off and they want to see us. I mean, obviously we're, we're doing our best to still do that. Um, but we could really um, lock the doors. We could go completely contactless with paperless invoices and everything else. And uh, we didn't really have to skip a beat there. So it allowed us to still um, keep our, our, our customers expectations uh, as high as ever uh, while doing a lot of things really differently than we have in the past. So that was, that was really good. That was that was really good for us. That's yeah. been um, good. We've we've had to, like I said, get creative with using some of that and figuring out new ways to use some old things. But that that's been really good. Um, what's the biggest struggle? Well, one uh, thing I have a question for you. One thing I've seen is on social media, you've posted, and I, I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want to obligate you to go and pick people's cars up at their homes. But I think yep. I saw you post that you guys were offering to like come pick up people's vehicles and service them that way. Yep. And that's, that's another thing I was about to say is because as I'm thinking about the struggles, some of our biggest struggles uh, at this point, um, we're, we're counting as gain because when we, when we first went into this um, and we saw the storm coming, we said, here's some things that we're going to stop right now. Again, what are the things that we're going to start? Here's what it may look like. We don't really know it's a day at a time, but as these, as this news is coming at us and as everything's changing, what can we be doing? What can we be doing? And the very first one was even before the, the lockdown orders was was just saying, hey, we know that we have customers that are either high risk uh, because they're, they're, they're elderly, they are high risk for some other respiratory or cardiac issue. They're just not leaving home even before they were told to stay home. They're just not leaving home. And so we decided that we would just start offering delivery and pickup. And we, as we got into it, we uh, again, we let ourselves, I let myself, I think, uh, operate from a ready, fire, aim perspective more than I ever have. I think one of my biggest struggles uh, uh, going back 
has probably been this this paralysis analysis. I know that you and I have talked about before. And this has given me permission more than anything ever just to say, nope, just ship it, make it 80% good enough and, and send it. Um, and, and that has freed us up to move a lot faster. And with that and this whole pickup and delivery, we just said, you know what? That would be a great problem to have. You, you forecast these problems and what if this happens? What if this happens? Well, if that happens, that means a lot of people are taking us up on that offer and we're still able to serve them while they're not leaving their house that's a win. We'll solve those problems when we get there. Uh, and so now we've got a lot of those problems. And so it's great. We're having fun solving them, but at least we have problems to solve. It's been good. Hey, my, my truck is about as far away from your shop as you can get. So <laughs> you, you want to come to my neck of the woods and get my truck? Let me know uh, when you want me there. Hey, so uh, you guys are known for integrity and service. I've, I've personally experienced it so many times over the years, above and beyond just things that you and, and Jeff and your team has done for, for our family. But, um, but on that note, you guys have really stepped up in the community these last few weeks. So share with everybody what you guys are doing right now. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another thing that we did is, again, we knew we were going to have additional margin with, with time. We were going to have uh, as, as work undoubtedly for who knows how long was going to drop off. Uh, we, one, knew we were going to have time to fill. But two, um, Jeff and I put our heads together as, as soon as all this started um, uh, looking like it was going to get pretty crazy and, and just said that, that we knew very early on we wanted to figure out a way uh, to engage, uh, a way to, to, to serve, a way to serve meaningfully um, some, at, at some point somehow through this whole process. And, and what that eventually turned into was uh, the realization that a uh, piece of equipment that's used in the automotive industry all the time for, um, for actually removing odors from vehicles, an, an ozone generator that pumps gas into a vehicle and um, kills the source of those odors, um, removes those odors from carpets and fibers and everything else. And, and in the process, realizing that that ozone technology has been tested against a litany of, of viruses and bacteria and everything else, and uh, we could use it to sanitize vehicles. And so we decided to take that and some other disinfectants and uh, start uh, getting with hospitals and first responders and just seeing if we could come to hospitals and, and serve them. We heard really early on uh, from first responders specifically that it was just going to be easier for them to come to us. And so we, we set up a website that people are booking straight through that and coming to us for those sanitizations and we're not charging them uh, anything for it. Um, just because again, it's, it's, it's easy enough for us to do and something that we really, really wanted to uh, just help where we could. I mean, these are the people that, that um, I mean, the stories that we've heard, as, as grateful as they've been, and we're still hearing from people that, um, that uh, one lady told me that she was a supervisor. She told me that one of her nurses at a hospital here in town um, said, I, I don't want you to be worried. I'm, I'm not quitting or anything, but I just want you to know that I have to give myself a pep talk. I have to talk myself into coming to work every morning right now. Um, and so that's, that's where, that's where we knew that, that we could hopefully, um, serve in, in a meaningful way. Um, and it has been, it's been a, an amazing opportunity for us as we've now, um, we've now somewhere between hundred and 125 cars between the four or five hospitals that we've been at, um, and the people that have come here, we've been able to, to sanitize, um, for those frontline workers uh, and not charging them anything again, just to say thanks. And as much in our minds as, as we've been able to add a layer of protection for them, hopefully we're adding an extra layer, an extra layer of peace of mind and just hopefully helping them breathe a little easier on their way home. 
Um, so if we can do just that during this whole season, then uh, that's meaningful enough that we will have been productive. I love it, man. That's so cool. And how can how can people get involved? Uh, if anybody's hearing this and loving what you guys are doing, is there anything that that others can do to help you or introduce you to people? Like, what do you guys? How can others help? Yeah, honestly, right now we're just still trying to get the word out. We're still letting people know that we're doing it. We're still scheduling with hospitals. Like I said, we're working with with um, I think yeah, either four or five different hospitals right now that we've got scheduled that we've done for the last couple of weeks that we're doing over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and there's a website. Um, it's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, heroes.walliesprecisionauto.com, just our, uh, our regular main domain, heroes.walliesprecisionauto.com. And there people can go and schedule these sanitizations with us here at our shop. So they can bring them in, drop them off with us. And again, same thing. Um, we just set that up for people so that we made sure that there was an option for those that we couldn't go to. Um, so if, if you know anybody who does uh, anything uh, in the healthcare field right now, a first responder, one of those frontline workers, send them to that website. Uh, if it's something that they're interested in, we'd love to, to take care of that for them. That's awesome. We'll post that website in the comments too. Cool. Uh, so Daniel, one thing that you and I have in common is we both are committed to personal development and, and uh, personal growth, both both personally and professionally. And we've talked a lot about that together. And I know you coach uh, like I do. You invest every single month to be coached and to collaborate with, you know, some extraordinary individuals across the country. With all the reading you've done and personal development and the coaching, how are you seeing that impact you right now? Or how is it actually helping you right now? Are you seeing it benefit you right now? Are you living it? Absolutely. Um, and really, it's it's been in... Um, my uh, a friend and, and coach uh, for the last couple of years, uh, he's been talking, his, his whole kind of mantra uh, has been uh, doing less better. It's, it's, it's figuring out what exactly you're good at, what you uh, can, where you can contribute the most, where your time is most valuably spent, figuring out uh, how to do those things really, really well and, and push off the rest. And I never even realized it, but that has kind of, it's kind of come to light that that's kind of really good crisis management training, uh, just to be able to, to dial in um, and just kind of double down on that theory throughout this season. I realized really quickly, there are too many things in the air. I'm not going to get everything done. I need to figure out where my time is most valuably spent uh, and just double down on those areas as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's been figuring out um, what matters most and then doing more of that and letting the other stuff fall away. Yeah. I love that. It's a good point. Um, what are you learning about yourself right now? I mean, this is, this is a season where it makes us get outside the box, gets us out of our comfort zone. We got to stretch ourselves. What are you learning about yourself right now? Uh, whether that's personally and professionally, what would you say to that? Um, I'd say the, the biggest thing is, the biggest things without a doubt, Ben, uh, knowing even like, like I said, you and I have talked about it before, knowing that that analysis paralysis, that that uh, waiting until something was, was perfect and it had to be perfect before you move on it. Um, I never realized, um, I'll, I'll go in, like I said a second ago, I never realized how much that was holding me back. And to expound on that a little bit, I've realized now how much that was holding me back because of how fast I've been running over the last month. And you see how much more, even if there are bumps and even if it's not 
perfect along the way, you see how much more you're able to get done. You see how much more traction you're able to have and impact you're able to have just by moving faster. And so I don't think everybody needs to move faster, but I realize that's something that I need to carry uh, with me past the season is, is figuring out exactly when those times are that I'm holding myself back because I'm just not pulling the trigger fast enough. So I need to just move to more of a, a ready fire aim mantra for, for life. I like how you said that earlier, you know, and, and I think by that, what you meant was, you know, like, like me, I'll get a lot of projects done to 80% and then I, I want them to be perfect. So I intend to come back to them, but they just never get rolled out because they're yep. never perfect. But you don't have the luxury of waiting for perfect right now. You just got to get perfection's poison, right? Just exactly. Exactly. Perfection's poison. It's sitting looking at the same thing and you make a million tweaks that absolutely no other person on earth will notice. Right. But in your mind, it's a big deal. In that moment, it's a big deal. So it's getting past that and realizing that I got to stop having those arguments with myself. Yeah. So one thing that I think is, I think this season we're walking through, it's a it's a time for fresh, fresh perspective. I think a lot of folks are having a chance right now to almost have an, uh, this bird's eye view of their life, of their business, of their family, work-life balance, all those types of things. So in light of that, you know, are, is there anything you're developing a new perspective on as far as, you know, your family or your business or how you balance all that? Um, just what do you, how do you think Daniel's going to be different on the back end of COVID-19? That's a really good question. Um, uh, you can probably relate to this with how much, um, how much you, you read and you, you listen to, and, and like you said, the personal growth that, that you pursue. Um, but have you had those moments in the past where teachings and principles that you've heard over and over again that, that you know by heart uh, suddenly become your own through way of real life experience? You can now truly own that belief um, or that principle. You, you've seen it evident. That's happened for me, I think, in, in a lot of different ways. And one of the biggest has been uh, that there are always opportunities uh, out there. Um, and when everybody else is doing one thing, do something different. Um, and, and that's been uh, huge just as, as you sit down, I mean, as a, as a business owner, as, as uh, when you sit down with your spouse and you look at the budget, knowing the next couple of months are going to be pretty crazy. Um, and uh, well, I mean, you look at, at, the, at the budget you wish you had and instead you look at the things that you haven't put on the budget because you don't keep up with it that well. But maybe that's just me. But um, but yeah, it's, it's been realizing that, that as, as deep in the weeds as we have to go sometimes, just the ability to pick your head up and, and look for the opportunities around you. Look for the things that, that no one is doing, that no one else is thinking about, um, because they're always there. And, and I, I'm not saying that I'm going to be the, the, uh, the eternal optimist who's going to handle every crisis that well with a smile, but it's realizing that these crises not only bring uh, a, a lot of, of heartache and confusion and uncertainty, but a ton of opportunity. Uh, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's looking for that and identifying for that, identifying that, figuring out where you can have that impact and then engaging in whatever way you can. Right. Well, seasons like this is where a lot of people crawl in a hole and they want to yeah. ignore what's going on around them. But reality is, I mean, now's the time to stand out and to serve and to make a difference and really build your brand. Right. I mean, this is what people are going to oh, yeah. remember. How did you serve them when they needed it most or when when they were they were experiencing uncertainty and anxiety and all these things? Yeah, I mean, certainly we hope so. It's one of those things 
you certainly never do it uh, for for the the credit or for those things, and that's certainly not why we're we're serving these people that we're trying to serve. Uh, but at the same time, doing the right thing usually brings pretty good optics, and so that works for all of us. It, doing the right thing is always the right thing, and it, yeah, it's it, really it a decision to make. Yeah, and I think there's there's no question that you guys are doing it with the right heart motive and all that. I know you guys too well. So one thing I'm curious, your industry as a whole, uh, how do you what, what's going to be different on the back end of COVID-19? What's going to forever change on the way that you guys have to do business or your industry has to function? Is there anything permanent, you think? I, I think there absolutely is. I don't know what I would say those things are yet, though. I mean, this 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 has obviously it's, it's rocked a lot of different industries, but we um, I mean, across the board, um, the automotive industry has felt it in in waves, has felt it in, I hate to say cycle, but has has felt it in ways and has felt it in um, in really different ways. I mean, you've got certain parts of the industry that are still uh, busier than ever. You've got some of our largest vendors shut down completely for now just because they don't have the demand to sustain it. So uh, it's all over the place. And the biggest thing that, that that's brought, I think, for us is is giving us permission um, like like the the pickup and delivery, honestly, that's something that again we just realized was a way for not only for us to to serve people uh, well who who weren't able to leave, and now that everyone's at home, it's it's expanded even more than that. Um, but it was a chance for us to try something we've always wanted to try, and we know that people's schedules are more flexible. We know that we've just got more grace in that because they usually don't have where they need to be so as long as we're communicating and and we can kind of build those schedules out the logistics are an easier part of that to figure out right now so my hope is we can try some really hard things right now work it out when we have extra margin all the way around between time and energy and everything else figure those things out and then uh, be ready to roll with a whole lot of new practices at the end of all this as we start coming back to normal love it good stuff man well Dude, thanks for your time, Daniel, and thanks for how you guys are serving the community, making an impact right now. Like I said, you've always been a company of integrity and service, but right now you guys are leveling up, you know, and, and doubling down on service in a whole new way. And it's it's super cool to to see and uh, know you and be, you know, be a, a way to support that however we can. So anybody introduce uh, Daniel to, to first responders, hospitals, anybody in healthcare, care um, so they can serve them because they're committed to doing so right now. So. Cool, man. Well, dude, thanks. Uh, thanks for your time. Keep Thank living you, your, man. your level 10 life, man. I know you are as a, as a husband and a father and a business leader and all that. So uh, honored to call your friend, man. I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you. All right, dude. We'll catch up with you later. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks. All right, guys. Hey, so Matt Farnham here again, leader of Team Farnham at uh, Crown Point Realty. And again, this is just level 10 conversations, uh, real life at level 10. Uh, we just want to have conversations with level 10 folks in my life, uh, whether that's in leadership uh, of an organization or maybe just the way that they uh, lead their family uh, or just showing up every day at a level 10. And Daniel and his team at uh, Wally's Precision, uh, Precision Auto Care are really making an impact right now. Uh, I've been a personal client of theirs for probably like 15 years, like I said, and, and my wife's whole family has as well. Uh, so great people there. But anyway, so hope everybody's healthy and safe at home. If there's anything my team can do for you, uh, let us know. And uh, we're going to do another one of these coming up on Friday. Uh, pastor Vance Pittman is going to join me. Uh, Vance is the uh, senior pastor of Hope Church in South Las Vegas. 
and they're doing some amazing things in the city right now to make an impact. They always are, but specifically right now, they've really stepped up to the plate. So tune in Friday morning at 10 a.m. and we'll have more information to follow on that. All right, guys, thanks. Take care.